Welcome to the Caleb Schaefer Podcast. We're so glad to have you join us today. Pastor Caleb is a graduate of the World Harvest Bible College, as well as Ohio Christian University. And his desire is to share the love of God with a lost and dying world. Prepare to be challenged and encouraged today through the study of God's Word. Now let's listen in to today's episode with our host, Caleb Schaefer. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining me today on the podcast. So excited to be with you again today. Uh, last week, we discussed fear and we discussed the story of Daniel and how fear is a tactic of the enemy to try to get us to quit doing what we know to do for God, to quit being faithful to God, to quit giving and to quit serving the Lord, quit going to church. Fear has been used uh, all this year. Uh, 2020 and into 2021, fear is what is manipulating and moving people to do certain things. And um, the enemy loves to use fear against the children of God to get them to basically stop uh, living for the Lord. And so fear has come in. Fear is crippling people. And I wanted to do a part two on last week to kind of try to... uh, teach you a little bit about how to conquer the fear because conquering fear renders the enemy helpless. And when you render the enemy helpless, that means that he has absolutely no power over you. And so that's what we've got to do. Um, and there are ways to do it. There are biblical ways to do it. And if you don't conquer the fear, if you don't render the enemy helpless, what's going to end up happening is that you will end up going deeper into the fear and fear is not something that just goes away. Uh, fear likes to grow. Fear is like a monster that likes to be fed. And if you feed a monster, it will grow. And so you've got to, you've got to starve that monster. You've got to, uh, not feed it. And by not feeding it, I mean, you've got to not feed into it. You've got to stop letting it control you. And um, Daniel did just that. I want to read to you from Daniel chapter 6 today as we get ready to go into the Word of God. It says that um, that the men who were against Daniel, and if you missed the first portion of this, go back and listen to last week's podcast uh, before or after you listen to this week. But the men brought Daniel to King Darius because King Darius signed a decree that said you could not pray to any other god. You could only pray and ask of King Darius anything, which was a pretty bold move. But these other men were uh, leaders in the government, and they were um, under Daniel. So they got mad at Daniel. They got jealous of Daniel. They all wanted Daniel's position. And so they came to King Darius with a decree. They said, Uh, They said Daniel's faultless amongst themselves. They said Daniel's faultless. So we've got to figure out a way to trap him. So they came to King Darius. They said, you need to make this decree that no one is allowed to pray to any other gods besides you. No one's allowed to ask of anything unless they ask you. And basically, they knew that Daniel was a praying man. They knew that Daniel served God and they knew that uh, he would not stop serving the Lord. So they went to King Darius with this. King Darius didn't even think of Daniel because he he loved Daniel. He wanted Daniel to do well. He had set Daniel uh, right under himself in the kingdom. So he wanted uh, Daniel to prosper and do well. But he signed this decree, not even thinking that Daniel was going to keep praying, not even thinking about Daniel. So they basically tricked the king into... Uh, prosecuting Daniel for praying um, was the gist of it. And when you come down to it, 
they they were ready to throw Daniel in the lion's den. And they said, King Darius, you signed his decree. Now we all have to abide by it. So they came and brought Daniel to King Darius. And King Darius had to do what his decree had had said. And so um, they trapped Daniel and King Darius, manipulated them. And Daniel would have had every opportunity to fear because he knew what it meant when you got thrown to the lions in the lion's den. He knew what that meant. He knew that it was uh, almost, it was a certain death. It was a painful death and um, that the lions would rip him to shreds. So Daniel had every opportunity to fear and stop doing uh, what he knew to do for the Lord, stop serving the Lord, stop praying, but he did not do that. And so the Bible says in Daniel chapter six, then the king commanded And they brought Daniel and cast him into the den of lions. Now the king spoke and said to Daniel, your God whom you serve continually, he will deliver you. So even King Darius uh, was amazed by Daniel's faithfulness and he was amazed by Daniel's loyalty to the Lord. And he said, the God who you serve, because you're so faithful to him, he's going to deliver you. He's going to deliver you. And it even made King Darius want to believe in God. And so the Bible says this is uh, starting at verse 16, and now I'm at verse 17. A stone was brought and laid upon the mouth of the den, and the king sealed it with his own signet and with the signet of his lord, so that nothing might be changed concerning Daniel. Then the king went to his palace and passed the night fasting, and no instruments of music were brought before him, and his sleep fled from him. Then the king arose very early in the morning and went in haste to the den of lions. When he came to the den, he cried with a voice full of sorrow to Daniel. And the king spoke and said to Daniel, Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God, whom you serve, continually been able to deliver you from the lions? Then Daniel said to the king, O king, live forever. My God has sent his angel and has shut the lions' mouths so that they have not hurt me, because innocence was found in me before him. And also before you, O king, I have done no harm. Then the king was exceeding glad for him and commanded that they take Daniel up out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den and no manner of harm was found on him because he believed in his God. Then the king commanded, and they brought those men who had accused Daniel, and they cast them into the den of lions, them, their children, and their wives. And the lions overpowered them and broke all their bones in pieces before they even came to the bottom of the den. Listen, Daniel was thrown into this lion's den, this this den full of hungry lions. They were absolutely ravenous, And Daniel could have been afraid, but he trusted God. He continued to trust God. And the Bible says here that King Darius went and he didn't eat anything. He didn't do his normal uh, routine that day. He normally would have had music come and, and instruments come and play. And he didn't have that. He didn't do any of those things. He went and he fasted and he basically said, I'm not going to do anything until the morning until I can go check on Daniel. He didn't even sleep. So in the morning he went and he checked on Daniel. Daniel was alive and Daniel said, my God delivered me because I had no fault in him. I, I had nothing between me and him. And that is one of the ways that we can conquer fear. Listen, 
Whenever we're in fear, we have to get as close to the Lord as possible. We have to pray more. We have to read more. We have to trust more. And in order to beat the fear that is out there right now, the closer you get to the Lord, the more it's going to help you conquer any fear that's in your life right now. The closer you get to God, the more you pray, the more you read your word, the more you're about the business of the Lord. One of the one of the ways that I've conquered fear in my life is to find somewhere to serve, find somewhere to be of use to the Lord. And uh, I know that times have changed and, and things are a little bit different right now, but there are a lot of ways that you can serve the Lord, even if you're at home, even if you're not going out. There are a lot of ways you can serve the Lord. And so when we begin to uh, to conquer this fear, we've got to make sure that we're as close to God as possible, that there's nothing between us and him. If you have a sin that's in your life, and I know a lot of people don't want to talk about this, but if you have a sin that's in your life, that is a habitual sin, that it's something that uh, you do routinely, uh, an addiction of some sort or, or some sort of uh, bondage that you commit this sin regularly. I'm not talking about a slip up. I'm not talking about a mess up here or there. I'm talking about a sin that is a regular sin, a routine sin in your life. If you have anything like that, it's a good time. If you're living in fear to get rid of that, throw that thing out. And I tell you what, a lot of the time fear will make us want to get rid of things in our life that is, uh, is between us and God, things that are hindering our walk with the Lord. And so uh, the Bible tells us the king was exceeding glad for him and commanded that they take Daniel up out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den and no manner of harm was found on him because he had believed in his God. Listen, if you are in fear, if you have fear in your life right now, one of the ways to conquer fear, one of the ways to conquer fear is to believe the Lord God. That's it. You just trust him just like Daniel did. Look at what he did for Daniel. Daniel was sentenced to death. Think about this. Daniel was sentenced to death, thrown into the lion's den, and it was over for Daniel by the world's standards. It was over. Nobody was thrown to the lions and made it out alive. Nobody was given to the lions as a meal and came back out alive. This was a death sentence. This was a sentence of sure death. And Daniel knew that, but he trusted God. And as he trusted God through the trial and through the trouble, and as he stayed faithful to God, he said, you know what? Throw me to the lions, throw me to a a death sentence. Take my life away. If you want to, I'm going to keep trusting God. I'm going to keep trusting God. I'm going to keep serving God. No matter what, I'm going to stick with the Lord. And in these times, that's what we need to say. That needs to be our resolve. And a lot of people are doing the opposite of that. A lot of people are saying, you know what? If they're telling me I can't do this or I can't do that, I'm just going to uh, wait back here in the wings until they tell me I can. No, we've got to keep going forward for the Lord in these times because that is That is what carries us through. That's what's going to gain us the favor of the Lord. That's what's going to keep the hand of the Lord on our lives. That even if we get in trouble, even if they get mad, even if they they take away our 501c3 status, even if they, whatever they want to do, even if they tell us we can't preach hate speech, 
which the Bible, they're going to try to make the Bible sound like it's full of hate speech. Even if they tell us all of those things and they tell us we're going to be jailed and they tell us we're going to be, uh, we're going to be punished. We've got to say, you know what? I'm trusting God either way. I'm trusting God. If they throw us in jail, we're trusting God. If they try to take our lives, we're trusting God. We can't be afraid of things here on this earth because this isn't our final stopping place. And I know I say this a lot on these podcasts. This is just a rest stop. This is just a place where we come to work for the Lord and we come to serve him. This is not our final stop. This is just a... a, a, a checkpoint basically on the way to our final destination. And so we can't be afraid of the things that will happen here. We have to know that at some point we're going to go on to the final destination. We're going to go on to heaven. And while we're here is our time to make a difference for the Lord. So if we're not doing that, obviously we're not going to need protection from the Lord. But as we serve him and as we stay faithful to him, he's going to protect us through the trials and through the troubles. Listen, there are stories all through the Bible where God protected his children and God took care of his children in impossible circumstances, in impossible situations, situations like the Red Sea where there was certain death, situations like this with Daniel and the lion's den certain death, certain destruction, situations like Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego in the fiery furnace when the Lord himself showed up in the furnace with them and there was not a hair on their head that was singed, their clothes didn't even smell like smoke, but do you know what burn up in the fiery furnace? The Bible says that the bondages that they had tied them up with were burned up. Those men weren't harmed because God protected them. They were doing what they were supposed to do. There are stories all through the Bible of God taking care of his children and God taking care of his faithful servants. And so when you are in fear, when the devil tries to put fear on you and tries to attack you with that spirit of fear, first of all, 2 Timothy 1.7 says, God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. That spirit of fear did not come from God. It is not of him. And so anytime you are being tempted to live in fear, anytime anxiety comes over you, anytime that feeling of just being scared and afraid comes over you, that is not from God. God will give you love. God will give you peace. God will give you a sound mind. And so that is first in recognizing that the fear is not from him. God's not going to send you fear. So know where it comes from and know how to conquer it. How to conquer it is to trust in the Lord. How to conquer it is to rely on the word of God. What I do when I'm in fear, when fear tries to come on me, is I go through my Bible and I get scriptures, specific scriptures that pertain to fear, specific scriptures that pertain to the situation that I'm dealing with. And I will quote those scriptures, not just, not just read them, but read them out loud, write them down in a book. I have a book that I keep different scriptures in for different seasons of my life. And I go through that book and I'll quote those scriptures, speak them out loud over your life because faith conquers fear. Faith overrides fear. Fears from the devil, faith is from God. And so when we begin to speak the scriptures over our lives, we have faith 
that arises up inside of us. Listen, the Bible tells us that faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of God. So when you speak the word of God or when you listen to the word of God, if you have the ability to get your hands on an audio Bible or if you have the ability to listen to sermons or Christian music that is scripturally based, you uh, are able to hear the word of God. And that's what I love about speaking the word of God out of my own mouth so my own ears can hear it is that I, I hear the word of God and it causes faith to rise up on the inside of me. So with fear, you've got to have some faith to conquer it. You've got to believe God. You've got to trust God. And the way to do that is to use the word. That's the way to do it. I'm telling you right now, if you're in fear, use the word of God. Basically, that's what it comes down to. And the word of God will tell you what God has spoken over your life that will cause that fear to be null and void. And when you understand that what God speaks is what comes to pass, what God said is what takes place, then that fear has to go because you know that it's not true. When you understand that it's a lie and it's from the devil, then you understand that it is not going to come true. What God said over your life is what will come to pass and God gets the final say every single time. Every single time. So no fear no fear. Get into the word of God. So we know that Daniel had no fault uh, before the Lord. There was nothing between him and God. He believed God and that's what helped him get through. God gave Daniel special protection and God will give you special protection just like he did so many times in the Bible if you will trust him. And a lot of the time, I'm going to tell you this one last thing, and then I will, uh, I will sign off, but I want to leave you with this. A lot of the time, the fear that we face is not even based on anything that is going to actually happen. A lot of the time, the fear that we face is based uh, on made up circumstances in our minds. The enemy whispers a lie and then feeds another lie and then feeds another lie. It's not based on any situation that we're actually in at that current point in time. We fear the future. We fear things that have not even happened. And so when we fear, it's a battle that we were never even meant to fight. It's a battle that we were never meant to be in because we're nowhere near those, those times when the fear acts like the event is going to show up. If you understand what I'm saying, fear acts like it's already in your future and it's already seen your future and it knows what's going to happen. You will think that certain events are going to happen in your future that do not happen if you continue to dwell on fear. And you'll find out that you waste time and waste years even worrying about events that will never happen. And have never happened in your life. How many things that you have worried about to this point in your life have ever happened? How many things that you've sat and you've fretted about and you've lost sleep over? How many of those things have ever happened? I will guarantee you it's probably very few to none. And that's what the enemy will do with fear. Is he will get you to waste your time to stop serving the Lord to uh to be paralyzed and not want to go anywhere, not want to do anything because of fear. So we've got to cut fear out of our lives. And if you starve it, if you use faith and you use the word of God, that fear has to go every single time. 
every single time. That's why it's so important to be grounded in the word of God. That's why it's so important to have that faith because faith will stomp fear out of your life. So get into the word of God today. Maybe you, uh, maybe you haven't read the word of God in a while. Maybe you don't know where to start. Listen, if you have the ability to listen to this podcast, you probably have the ability to use uh, a search engine, Google or Yahoo. Use one of those search engines and type in scriptures about faith, scriptures about faith, scriptures about whatever you're going through, scriptures about health and healing, scriptures about peace and joy, scriptures, whatever those scriptures are, begin to write them down and repeat them over and over and over to yourself. I have scriptures hanging on my walls in my, in my bedroom. Here's what I want to do before I close out today. I want to offer everybody a chance. If you're not saved, if you don't know the Lord, I want to pray a sinner's prayer with you and give you an opportunity to to accept the Lord, to uh, have him as king of your life and to help you with fear, help you with all the things that you've been dealing with. And uh, it's the most important decision you'll ever make to start a relationship with Jesus Christ. And really, that's what it is. It's not just a prayer. It's not just a one-time thing. It's a continual relationship that needs maintained. And you do that by praying and by reading the Word of God, the Bible. And so I want to give you an opportunity to accept Jesus today. If you, do, if you want to do that, just pray with me. Say, Father God, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I believe he's your son that he died on the cross and rose again. I believe that his blood has the power to cleanse me from my sins. So wash me clean today. Forgive me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. and Help me to live for you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And if you prayed that prayer, I'd love to talk with you. Get a hold of me on social media. Let me know that you prayed that prayer and you'd like some guidance. Uh, you'd like some direction. I'll be happy to talk with you. And uh, also, I want to pray a prayer over anybody who's been dealing with fear. I know I prayed one last week, but it seems to be a really prevalent topic right now when I talk to people. So I want to pray that prayer as well. So I'm just going to pray over you wherever you're at. Father God, I thank you for the listeners today. I thank you for everybody who's tuned into this podcast. And I know that you love them so very much. And God, you have plans that are good for them, plans to prosper them, plans not to harm them. And God, we know that you don't send us fear. You don't send us a spirit of fear, but you give us love and power and a sound mind. And right now, my God, I thank you for touching each one who's fearful, for touching each one who has anxiety. Lord, for the ones who are crippled by fear, the ones who are walking through the battle right now, and the enemy is telling them all sorts of things that are going to happen to them, all sorts of things that he's going to do to them. God, I just cancel out every plan and every assignment of the enemy right now now on their lives. And God, I speak life and life abundantly. God, we know that the enemy lies to us all the time. And God, when we understand that his lies are what he's telling us and that it's not the truth of what you've spoken over us, God, we don't have to fear. God, I pray that as they speak the word over their lives, as they get those scriptures and as they dwell on those scriptures and understand that you have the final say in their life, God, that faith will rise up in them, and God, they will not be afraid. Lord, let faith rise in every single person who's listening. God, I pray that you'd shield them 
from the outside voices that would cause them to fear. I pray that you'd shield them from the negativity that's being spoken in every arena right now. And God, that you would bolster them up. God, that you would lift them up with faith. And God, cause them to trust in you even more. God, prove yourself to them in this time and help them to draw closer to you than ever before. God, we love you. We thank you for loving us. And we thank you for sending your son, Jesus. We thank you, God, that we can live in faith and not fear. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you all so much for listening today. God bless you. Listen, if you want to talk about anything, I am available to you. You can reach me on any of my social media. You can go to my website, calebshafer.com, send me an email, and I will be happy to help you in any way that I possibly can. If you're dealing with any of the things that I discuss on these podcasts, I would love to talk to you about it and help you through. Anything you send me is completely confidential. Know that. And uh, I'm just here to pray for you and help you and lift you up any way possible. God bless you. Thank you for listening today. Be sure to tune in next week. Share this podcast with somebody that could use it. And I will talk to you very, very soon. I love you. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Caleb Schaefer Podcast. If you would like to connect with Caleb, you can do so on Facebook at Caleb Schaefer Ministry, on Instagram at Caleb underscore Schaefer, or by visiting www.calebschaefer.com. If you have been encouraged, please share this podcast with your friends and loved ones. Once again, we appreciate you listening to today's episode and may God bless you as you continue to walk with Him.